0: Yeah, yeah. Let's go. It's time to get it started. Let's talk about it. Hello, Giants fans. What an exciting victory yesterday, but it didn't start off well. It was a remarkable comeback. Don't call it a comeback. They've been here for years. I'm just having fun. It was good. We pulled off an astonishing comeback, but it shouldn't have been that. On my Friday's episode, I predicted that we score 31, 35 points somewhere in there. I just didn't think our defense was going to give up 28 points. And our defense needs to be fixed. But it was a great comeback. It it gives hope. This is what I envisioned the offense to be at the beginning of the year. Because, look, last year against Dallas, we pitted points. This year we got blown out with more weapons, with Waller, with Hyatt. With Campbell, Saquon coming back, Slayton. This is the second half, was the offense I have envisioned. But that first half, wow. The first half, I was stunned. I was still stunned. I was thinking in my head, because look, I, I try to be a positive guy. I was thinking in my head, no way we're going out like this. No way we're going out like this. And I knew if we could just get the ball rolling, It would uh, snowball. I didn't think we were necessarily going to win, but I didn't think we were going to lose either. It was just a weird mixture. I never get too high, never get too low. So the Giants pulled off this astonishing comeback. But like I said, the first half, man, Twitter, Twitter makes me laugh, X, whatever you want to call it. Giant fans. Some Giant fans, man, they're all over the place, roller coasters, wanting to fire people and we're the most horrible thing in the world and this and that. Oh, calm down. Take it one quarter at a time, one play at a time. But the defense, man, in that first half, the entire game, Mm -hmm. generating no pressures, no turnovers, and once again, no sacks. Hopefully, when we won our last Super Bowl, we started, I think, 0-2 as well. And our defense was being gassed for a lot of points. And finally, as the season went on, we started getting better and better. And hopefully, look, there was there's a lot of new players. Even though Adori is not new, he's playing in the slot. We have a cleric. They ran into each other a couple of times on crossing routes, bumping into each other as if they weren't sure of the spacing. And so hopefully as the weeks go on, they can settle into their identity and play better than they did that first half. Daniel Jones doesn't seem to be like in sync with his receivers in that first half. Under threw Slayton down the left side, which if he led them, if he threw it perhaps a little earlier and lead him, he catches that in striding scores. The same with the, Key play in the second half where he hit high. Hyde had to slow down for that. Daniel has the arm to throw any throw. He can make all the throws. It's anticipating and throwing earlier that sometimes seems to hinder him. But I think they'll work that things out. So the first half was a disaster. Think about it. 60 to zero. That was the score of the first half when you add... Of the first six quarters when you had the Dallas and the Cardinal game. 60-0. to zero. But then the comeback began. And if you want to blame Daniel for the first half woes, then you have to give him all the credit for the second half. That first play to Hyatt was inspiring. Then he threw that pass to Waller. And then the bootleg, Daniel's great at that. Wide open field scores game on. Now, that being said, the defense once again allows the Cardinals to drive down. And now instead of being down 20 to seven, now we're down 28 to seven. And at that point, I'm thinking to myself, if we could just get stops, we can, we can get back in this game. And we started playing better in the second half. Obviously, after that touchdown, after they responded, then they didn't score anymore, and it was on. And then Daniel was lights out. He doesn't have to have all the time in the world, but give him more time than we gave him against Dallas and in that first half. They stacked him with a three-man rush. I think the team, being with so many new players, has to settle down. So Daniel Jones had an outstanding performance, throwing for two touchdowns and running for another. I did say he'd have three or four touchdowns on Friday's episode while well, he threw two and he ran in for one. And I also said Barkley would have two. He'd run in for one and score and catch one. Now, I thought Barkley would go over 100 yards, but it turns out Barkley hasn't gotten over 100 yards since a Texan game. Back in week 10 last year and so our offensive line is it needs to be solidified which takes me to the fact that Ezudo and McKe- McKeithen started Izudo for for Thomas he's not going to replace Thomas but McKeithen took over at the right guard and he played well you didn't hear his name called off a of false Arch or a lot of it basically his name wasn't Pulled out in in the second half. Obviously, the O line played much better. Even Neil played much better. Although, if you look at the internet, there's this funny sequence where Neil is just standing around, not blocking anybody, and he looks lost, really. But hey, we we got a good pass play there. Jones scrambling, and Neil just looked lost. But look, it was fun. Look, recording these when a Giants win is always going to be more fun than that. The team showed resiliency. Key player, Saquon, even though he didn't have 100 yards, he was taking the the defense his way. On that bootleg, the defense all went his way because Saquon couldn't burst one. In that last drive, he had some spinning runs where he got us some good yardage, he got us like 30 yards in that drive. Unfortunately, he got hurt, and hopefully it's not a long-term injury, but I don't see him playing this Thursday against the 49ers. And I wonder, has he and CMC ever played against each other on the same day? I remember several times when CMC was with the Panthers, he was hurt, and Barkley played. So, I don't think they're going to face each other. And Graham Gano, being on the injury list, still was able to kick that game-winning field goal. Now, there was a semi-conspiracy. Did Dable start calling the plays in the second half? Because they started seeing them with the sheet. But I think it was uh, Talking Giants, folks, Justin who showed that Dable had the sheet at the beginning of the game and we got shut out. So maybe he did, maybe he didn't. One thing I know about Dable and others, Patty Trainer has said that he, even if he started making the calls in the second half and the offense looked way different, he's not going to throw Kafka under the bus. He's not going to point him out and do that to him. But Whoever called the plays in that second half did a lot better because the game looked good. Daniel was making tight throws. I think of that one play to Slayton up the middle. I didn't think Slayton would catch that because he's not the surest of hands, but that throw was on him quick, tight. He caught it. And so despite the first half, the team came out They didn't quit on their coach. Like some people said, they quit last week. And they came out resilient. And now that we're off the snide, right? Daniel Jones scored the first touchdown of the season on that run. I wonder if we start getting a groove. Now, the game against the Niners is going to be tough. In my preseason predictions, I have us losing this game because the Niners' D is just as good as the Dallas Cowboys' D. But then I have us beating Seattle. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let me continue to talk about this. In the second half, in my notes, I'm looking here. Jones completed 17 of 21 passes for 259 yards and two touchdowns. Barkley rushed for 63, scored one-yard touchdown. Jalen Hyatt had two receptions for 89 yards, but they were game-changing, game-saving receptions. Jones, you add to that, that he rushed for 59 yards as well jones was on point the team you can see how excited they were about this win they're having fun and so going forward we have something to build on i don't expect us to win but i don't expect us to get shut out against the 49ers either and you never know though i'm not counting it out because look any given sunday something can happen any given sunday a team can step up and it's a short game now i know short games like this on Thursday night games after a Sunday game favor the whole team. But you never know. And if our offense can put up points, I'm more worried about our defense, really. How are we going to stop this uh, San Francisco attack? And Purdy, by the way, hasn't lost a regular season game. That's amazing. This Mr. Irrelevant hasn't lost a season game. And now would be a good time for the first one. My final thoughts, the old line looked better. I hope Andrew can come back and play his left tackle position and anchor the old line Some people are talking about putting Neil at the left guard and have McKaython in the right guard and Izuru at the left tackle. So that's not going to happen. But the O-line played better. And so we need to build on this. Don't get too down, and hopefully, come Thursday, it's another Giant victory. So, Giant fans, what are your thoughts? What are you most excited? Leave your comments. Please subscribe. Put on your notification bell. I'm trying this channel. As a fan, I'm not an expert, but I'm having fun with this. So, until next time, make a friend of a frenemy, and on to the 49ers this Thursday night.